stopping on and we've got yet another hard-hitting hard-pounding episode coming through your speakers like a poltergeist my name is michael deacon and it's a pleasure to meet all of you and of course i'm joined by the man of the hour mr mike hideous how are you Man of the hour hello michael deacon how are you buddy i'm good i'm good and for those who are easily offended please exit now we are not responsible for anything that we say if you have an issue with that we simply don't care so what's going Take on, Mike? To the complaint department, because yeah. we don't give a damn. <laughs> we really don't give a damn, to be honest. But I mean, is that really surprising, Mike? You know, if you have a complaint, you know, we don't really care. We don't care. We're like, uh, we're like, uh, what are we like, Chick-fil-A? We're like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> like, De- like Denny's. <laughs> you know, I still haven't ate at Chick-fil-A in over like 10 years now. Why is that? Did you uh, did you stand against them with that whole crap thing? I'm just no longer a Christian man. That's all. Oh, it's, I have it's... converted to to full blown Muslim. <laughs> I'm now a Muslim man. Infidel. Yes, I have turned. All right. I'm now I'm now Muslim. And now I'm back to now I'm back to being a Christian. Are you? I'm a Christian man now. You know, I knew a guy once I flipped back up. In, the, in the 90s. I knew a guy who went from being a Satanist. Right. Going to, well, first he was a Christian. Then he became a Satanist. Then he became part of the Golden Dawn. Then he became, uh, what did he follow? Then he was a Buddhist. And I think he f- finished out with Judaism. Oh, wow. I was like, damn, you hit like just about every spectrum of religion. That's one. That's just like one of the characters that I had brought on to the original program, the one I was doing with Daniel. Back in the day, there was this one guy that was really into psychedelics. He was heavily into it, and it made him really get deep with Christianity. So he was like this hardcore Christian guy for a while. And then slowly, he turned and became a... what? What is that called? A black... Israelite. Like oh, one of them. One of the guys that stand in the corner in New York and like harass people as they walk by and yes. call white people Esau. And God hates Esau according to the, according to them. And that's Ugh. the descendants of like white Europeans, basically. Yeah, whatever. So in those sort of terms, they say the white man 
is, you know, like evil, the son of Satan, and God of doesn't course. like Esau. And right. white people are Esau. That's what, that's basically in the nutshell what they believe, the black Hebrew Israelites. Yep. I've heard it for years. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing new. I mean, this, this is something that we've heard forever, but my friend fell for that sort of thing. I don't know why. And he was deep into it. And this is like a guy, he's like a halfer. Is your friend, you mean like he's half black, half white? Yeah, he's like half black, half white. And he, he's a confused young man, let's put it that way. And he was deep into psychedelics. And I think that's probably what led him down that path of religion and trying to find himself. And he was a few years older than I am, but he was like gone spiritually. I don't know what was going on with him, but that guy was sort of like disconnected from reality for a long time but now he's you know he's fine now but i'm no longer practicing any religion now uh completely he's living somewhere like in portland now of all places and he's not like political or anything but um that that's just where he ended up yeah sadly wild. a lot of times when people get involved with drugs uh, yeah. and they finally hit rock bottom they end up turning to religion i had a cousin who had that happen um you know, went to rehab, came out like very religious. And, uh, well, some people need that though, you know, I suppose not everyone, but some people definitely do need something to get them going. I mean, not everyone, but you know, there are those individuals, Mike, that need to be hearing these sort of things all the time, constantly. Right. And there's nothing right. wrong with that. You know, some people are just, you know, they need that sort of boost to keep them going, Mike. Yeah. I, I, I kind of realized that. Some people got to believe something. Yeah, yep. Some people just can't see that perhaps it all just ends. Some don't like that. Don't like what? Uh, the fact that this ride just ends for them. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Everyone's got I don't their... know. I guess it's just a matter of comfort. Right, that's the thing. Internal comfort. Yeah, it's kind of like a blanket of sorts. Religion. Comforts the soul. Let's people know that there's, you know, like like daddy's around you know he'll take care of it if you're scared and you're worried right right basically but that might be offensive to uh those that are heavily religious i don't mean to offend any of you we're not here to do that today not yet well right <laughs> we're working on it we're yeah we're working there soon soon so anyways mike welcome back to the program always a honor and pleasure to have you here mike and my God, it's been a fun road here. We haven't done a show in a few days, thanks to our friends over on YouTube. We can't do it live just yet. We're still Ugh. facing the suspension, but um, I, I think we might be done within maybe a few days, give or take. You know, I, I got to say something. Go ahead. Of all the shows you and I have done, in right. which I sincerely believe we have crossed the line. So many times. <laughs> so many times. And yet... I don't think we, as as a team for the show, have been canceled. We haven't. Did you say we haven't or have? No, we haven't exactly, but we've had episodes removed from the past, things I've done in the past. Well, I mean, I'm I've, I've, I've trouble past, I'm you know? about Mike? you and me. Yeah, I mean, well, there hasn't been anything just me and you. Not that, you know, we haven't done anything controversial, but uh, yeah, nothing that's... has been removed uh, as of, well, that I'm, that I'm aware of, nothing yet, but... You know, things that people have said about COVID and other shit like that. Right. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the shows that you've interviewed people without me, yeah. you know, that have mentioned COVID. Uh, 
anything, any so-called controversy right. concerning election fraud or uh, uh, sexual orientation or uh, the China virus. You know, there's never um, been anything sexual here that's been flagged. No, I mean, like, like um, you know, the discussion of like, you know, if somebody, I guess, using proper pronouns of whoever might be whatever they oh, call my. themselves today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That sort of thing. But I, all, um, what I'm trying to say is that make a point here is that all the shows that you've done with other people that you've interviewed. Those are the shows that, that have been pulled. And I find it quite interesting that you and I together haven't gone faced pulled. anything. <laughs> Not once. And I've said some things on here that could uh, put me behind bars. <laughs> if the certain ears heard it. They'd be like, we call the cops. We need to arrest him right now. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Well, call the cops. I'm not afraid of them. Wouldn't be the first time. I'm like, they all know my name. Call them. I'll call them for you. <laughs> but yes, I uh, fear no cop. They're my friends, Mike. Not like uh, the cops over on uh, the Capitol. But that's a whole nother story, Mike. I don't want to drag you into that. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to drag you into that already. <laughs> but we'll uh, hold off on that, Mike. We'll hold off on that. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've heard the uh, the uh, President Corpse has uh, gone away to, uh, uh, what's the retreat for the White House? Where'd he go? He went away, you know, he went away to, what is it, Camp David? Camp David. So he made a little trip. Yeah. He, he, in other words, he can't deal with anything. So he goes away. Is he that, only does one thing a day, and then he and then he's done for the day. Is that why? So, um, is is that why he um was blaming uh, Donald Trump for the withdrawal of Afghanistan, and this is what he does? Of course, he, he bounces after that. Of course, they blame oh, okay. Trump for everything. Don't you understand? I mean, Jesus died because of Trump. Uh, that's what I heard. Yeah, World War Two was because of Trump. Uh, Vietnam, um, AIDS, everything was. It's all HIV, because of Trump. COVID. That's right. Trump started. Uh, he, Trump cre created COVID. I heard. That's right. And and, yeah. and 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 what it comes down to is that's all they have, bro. That's all the left has. They've got nothing to run on other than the hatred of one man who stands between us and World War Three. I'm excited for for the mugshot. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get that. You think you're going to get a mugshot? I'm hoping we get a mugshot, Mike. <laughs> You'd like that, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. What I plan to do is turn that into a, a T-shirt for the program. <laughs> you and about ten billion others. That's why. People. Why not? I mean, Trump will use it himself for the campaign. It's going to do wonders for him. You know, those little red hats they created that made millions of dollars. Someone got their pockets just uh, completely full. I mean, that's like a that's like multiple houses filled with money. You mean MAGA hats? Yes. Oh yeah, someone, that was his idea. Someone coined that in and made a lot of money. Did you like the meme I sent you? It is called meme, right? Is, is I that believe what I did so. When yes. I sent, well, yeah. When I sent you that little clip of Trump, I saw that. The, <laughs> that was a good one. Um, I immediately thought of you when he did that. He was talking about one of I don't know one particular Trump hater who was out to get him, and he made a comment like, "Oh, you know." Uh, uh, she said she uh, was going. I was going to know her name, and then he went. Eh. <laughs> there it is. That's 
that's it. Uh. <laughs> oh, I, I nearly peed my pants. <laughs> You're looking... Because you were the first person yeah. that came to my mind. <laughs> there we go. Dueling uh, action here. Pretty good. But he was, you know, on stage going crazy after that. What you mean from the from the uh from the um the speech? Yeah, the his other speech day? he was giving. No, no, I don't think so. Not no, at all. No, he was calm, I he... but I meant he was like doing a you know, a very calculated sort of speech. He he was going after people, but I mean he was doing it in a calm yeah. demeanor. Yes. In fact I I I agree with you hundred percent. He really stuck to the script um, and was very calm about it. Let's face it. That's the approach he needs to take. I mean, he's got to understand how to compose himself. Uh, it'll only make him stronger. And I'll tell you, as you, as you well know, since the indictment, uh, his scores, uh, in other words, the people who are now siding with him, has exploded. I mean, he's, he's like 90%. Uh, the candidate, the Republican candidate for 2024, 90%. It's uh, it's a pretty much a shoo-in at this point. I don't think anyone's going to topple Donald Trump right now. He has uh, the most momentum out of uh, anyone right now. Precisely. And uh, people are going to see this and, well, they're going to say this is exactly why we're voting for him. You can't right. trust this government, and that's again, that's going to backfire on uh, the Democratic Party, unfortunately. For I them, so. I mean, I don't, I don't mean that. Like, unfortunately for me, I just mean that's the way they're they're seeing it. I I agree, and 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 in fact, I, I sincerely believe, and this is just me, in my opinion, speaking. I think a lot of people who do support Trump feel as though when Trump was arrested, they were arrested. And, 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 and let me try to explain myself here in, in, a, in a short span. Symbolically, you mean? Symbolically, they're saying that this, they are, look, the left is doing whatever they can to eliminate Donald Trump from running in 2024. Why? Because they know the, he has the support of people that they do not have. They are failing miserably, or shall I say successfully. They are destroying this country from within. Donald Trump is is going to run, and he's if he if he if he doesn't have enough shit on his back from the left to try to keep him from running, he will destroy them. I have no doubt in my mind. Right. Oh yes. He is a martyr. He is the martyr for for the right. It, 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 I'm I, I I'm sorry I'm sorry if that sounds ridiculously crude or stupid, but he's taking the shots for the people. I mean, let's face it, Michael, 87,000 new IRS agents to take money from you and I and decent citizens. Oh, I'm excited. While, yeah. While, while we leave the border open, while we give money to Ukraine, while they take money from China, while China takes. Oh, they're coming after us. They're coming after us. Who would have seen that? Definitely not me. I mean, I had no idea this was going to happen, Mike. Not this way. What, the indictment? Um, everything. Just the way the nation has been going the last uh, couple years now. I'll admit I didn't see these things either. However, I will not 
deny the fact that I did when he lost that election. I told you I was I was down for months. I was depressed for months because I thought to myself, what's going to happen now? And though I didn't know exactly what's happening, I sincerely believe my darkest nightmares are coming true. Look how close we are to World War III. Very close. And this is something I've been telling you for months now that we're going to get closer and closer to, to midnight. It, if we make it to 2024 and Trump is elected, if we're not in World War III by then, I sincerely believe that he may be able to fix it. But if, 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 if he doesn't win or we don't make it to 2024 without getting into a war, well, I'm kind of repeating myself, but then, yeah, we're, we're going to have a problem with China and or Russia, as well as Iran and Korea. Right, and I was, I was saying the trajectory of this nation is um, bizarre to me. We've been on a like downward spiral now. No doubt. No doubt, brother. And then there's the bird. What he has done to this world, and I'm talking about President Corpse. Yeah. He's really uh, driven things to the ground. Uh, Not just uh, in this nation, but around the world. Around the world. That's right. Yeah, that's uh, the, the crazy part. It all started with the gas, the oil. That's where it started. And you mentioned uh, the last time we did a Patreon show, you mentioned the fact that uh, that the possibility of the currency change that's now happening with Venezuela and China. You remember that? I do. Yeah, that's a bad thing, brother. It is a very a bad thing, very bad thing. And all of these people, all these nations, they're they're doing away with the dollar. Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, they plan to introduce a new innovative currency, Mike. So, you know, that's bad news for uh, us here in America. Mm -hmm. But no one really cares. I mean, that didn't really make headline news for some odd reason. It just made the news online, but nothing on TV. I mean, there's no concern. They don't care. They really don't don't give give a shit. shit. Yeah, they don't really give a shit. It it seems that way to me. All they're worried about is how uh, you know Trump going to jail? They're they're literally masturbating to how excited I should say that again. They are figuratively masturbating because of Trump's situation. Yeah, they are so they have such an erection because he was indicted, and they they get to they what they think is humiliate him. But this only strengthened the right. This only made people more angry. I got to tell you, Michael, I'm surprised we're not in a civil war. I really, I really am. Well, some this people think that. Some people think we're going to have one. Yeah, me included. Me included. You think one's going to happen? I, I hope not. I sincerely hope not. But I, I've never, I have never lived to see something like this occur in the United States of America. This is not the country I knew. Just three years ago well a lot of people do believe that we kind of are on that road we're kind of at that tipping point right now and more than 40 percent of americans think a civil war is likely within the next decade but you think even sooner than that mike it's hard for me to say brother i i i i i think i've expressed to you my my feelings on how i feel about it you know i am concerned i think you are too are you not of course these are uh, all I'm, things I'm, that uh, keep me up at night. Yeah, goddamn, bro. I'm like, 
I've never been more concerned about the security and the sanctity of this country than I have been in the last two and a half years. They are they are destroying this administration is is destroying our country from within. Forget Russia. Forget China. They're not even half as bad as what's happening from our own government. It's pretty wild. That's the uh, key word here, wild. And it's only going to get worse, unfortunately. Yeah, that, that's the sad thing. Do you think we're going to see riots once? Um, oh, there's no doubt. No doubt. Pretty it's soon here. I, especially, especially, and I think I've said this before, if in the event in 2024, if in the event Donald Trump wins the election, you can bet your bottom dollar there are going to be massive riots from the right, Antifa, BLM. And notice how we haven't seen any of them in the last two and a half years since the 2020 riots. And believe me, they were riots, not protests. They were riots. They haven't seen Antifa or BLM since. In a while, then. right? It's been pretty quiet. Of course. A little too quiet. Once they got what they wanted, yeah. George Soros stopped paying them because they don't, they don't need to riot and destroy things anymore. It's, it's a Marxist movement. It is play by play, page for page, Marxist book activity from the left. And, and, and I've said it before, divide the people, destroy the economy, um, create chaos so that you can set up your new world order. And by the way, a former VP, Mike Pence, says he is going to testify, by the way. Yes. Yes. I heard that today. Yes. He's going to be testifying against Donald J. Trump. Pretty interesting. I'll tell you, he will make a lot of enemies if he says something that is too incriminating. Well, back on January 6th, they were trying to hang him. Yep. Or they were well, saying they were. I mean, I don't they know. They were saying they, it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's different from actually going through with it. Same how, thing you know, is but, one thing. But how doing different it, is it? It's another. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Buddy. I'm just saying doing it is another. Right. And And you know what? How different, how different is that from the BLM marches yelling, uh, uh, dead cops, when do we want them now? Pigs like bacon, fry, uh, pigs in a something, fry them like bacon. Uh, Madonna <laughs> yelled talking about killing a president or blowing up the, the White House. Do, uh, Johnny Depp talking about shooting and assassinating a president. Oh, shit, I he mean, did? Yeah, I mean, these are things that the left said. Uh, uh, wow. Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro, I'd like to take him and beat the living shit out of him. Ooh. I mean, th these, this is the people who are talking against the right. And yet, Lord help us if the right makes a comment like that against the left. Did I say that right? Yeah, the right against the left. Um, you know, it's, it, as soon as, as soon as the right stands up for itself, the left accuses it of being racist, sexist homophobic, this, that, and the other. That's all they have. That is all they have. This was also being reported in terms of what you're just saying. Donald Trump calls for defunding federal police after his arrest in New York. Um, I guess Donald Trump took to his uh, true social platform and uh, said this, Mike, in all caps, by the way, he put, Republicans in Congress should defund the DOJ and the FBI until yep. they come to their senses. I mean, yep. I, I don't really... DOJ, I, I don't really know what to say about them, but in terms of the FBI, that's a whole different story. I would definitely support that. I mean, I don't really support state-funded terrorism, and that's what the FBI is always involved in, but that's a whole other story here. But furthermore, he says, 
The Democrats have totally weaponized law enforcement in our country and are viciously using this abuse of power to interfere with our already under siege elections. It's 100% right, Michael. It couldn't be more accurate. The DOJ, the FBI, the IRS, the CIA, every one of them have now been weaponized. As a matter of fact, if you recall, when, when King Obama... I don't trust King any Hussein, of them, by the way. When King, I know you don't. As you know. When King, King Hussein was in power, he used the IRS to go after his, his, his uh, enemies. opponents. Yeah. yeah, his enemies. And in fact, if you did not agree with the King Hussein, you were called a racist just for disagreeing with that anti-American Muslim Brotherhood supporting piece of shit president. Well, all I have to say about that is <laughs> basically, um, but I do recall that lots of people were being audited by the feds, lots of uh, Obama's adversaries. That's kind of scary, by the way. That's kind of scary, Mike, having, having those boys knocking at your door. Exactly. Well, like I just said to you, Michael, they're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to come after us to pay for the seven trillion dollars that he he's that President Corpse has has spent like a drunken sailor on hookers. By the way, I just looked up a uh, a I just looked up IRS agents and lots of them are hiring right now. I'm looking at looking it up right now. Ninety four thousand three hundred seventy three dollars to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. $703 a year. Oh, that's great. That's pretty decent money. That's not bad money, but I mean, do you really want to work for the IRS? You really want to work for the people who are are out to take your money, America? Your hard-earned money. They, They spend it. They give it to countries. They give it to illegal aliens crossing the border. Um, I mean, they, they, they sit there and talk about, oh, gun control, gun control. You really want to fix things? You want to stop crime? Shut down the fucking border. Shut it down. What's going on with the border right now? Are you asking me? Yes. <laughs> new stuff. <laughs> new stuff. Well, um, anything new. The last aside I from heard, you know, aside from what's going on with the uh, body being found in Mexico. Another one. Another one. Yeah, I heard about that too. That's why I'm like, oh God, what what else is now uh, going on out there? Aside from well, the cartel going crazy. Oh, the fuck michael the the cartel is in control of the border they course, literally yeah. mock they mock the 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 uh ice agents on the other side they literally like they stand there with their their ak-47s and their machine guns and grenade launchers and they just look at our our agents like hey, what are you gonna do what yeah things do? are getting kind of crazy because when you see people being shot over in like cancun that's when uh that's not good because you know, a lot of the drug cartels, they run these resorts. You know, they yep. protect it from opposing um, cartels. And other people just start, start in trouble with uh, the, the property there. Um, so when you see that going on, that, that's, that is pretty, that's when you know things are bad. Yep. So I, I saw, shit's I, I'm hitting sorry, the fan. I don't mean to interrupt you. That's but okay. Go ahead. I saw footage of a police officer. They had done a. They had just done a bust, and they had grabbed. I don't know how many pounds or whatever ounces of fentanyl. Fentanyl, right? And the guy had been exposed to it. He literally went into like this, um, almost like a comatose state. Like he fell down. Like he. Like I watched him fall over. Yeah, they just uh, topple over. 
Yeah, and he, he just got completely affected by fentanyl, and he only had a bit, like not a lot. How do I explain it? Like, I think it was either he touched it or the or the the powder like blew up in his face, and he inhaled some. One way or another, like it nearly killed him. Thank goodness, his partner, the other cop, had uh, the Narcane in, uh, nasal spray, which helps you uh, to get out of that. Yeah, this stuff really knocks you out. I'm hearing your bird. I was just going to say, you hear my birds doing the... <laughs> he's uh, whistling to a female bird outside. Yeah. Seems he's, like he's it, the right? fox whistle every once in a while. Speaking of um, fentanyl, Grammy award-winning rapper Coolio died mm. from a fentanyl overdose, by the way. No way! So Coolio was uh, hitting up the fentanyl. He's, wait, wait, he's dead? He's dead. Holy shit. You I used know to that? like him. But he's been dead for a bit now. How long? But by the way, he died at age uh, 50, 59, by the way. No kidding. I was going to say 58, but actually. I didn't realize he was that old. He died back in September 28th, 2022, by the way. Fuck, bro. I didn't know that. I used to like Coolio. Coolio's gone, sadly. Wow, so, I am I'm floored. So Coolio bro. died of fentanyl and other drugs. That's what the medical examiner rules. He had Gangster's Paradise and Fantastic Voyage. Songs that Mike loves. <laughs> A little Coolio. Out of all the rap stars. You like Coolio. I kind of, I well, him, and I, I used to like Snoop Dogg, too. Snoop D-O-double-G. Um, yeah. And what happened? Because, like, I. I, I stopped liking him when he went anti-Trump and he did that video where he shoots him in the head. Oh, like, God. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I, I was like, you know what? Fuck you. And every other fucking, you know what? I didn't like politicians either when I was in the band, but I never mocked, executed them uh, in, a, in a video or something like that. These people are all fucked up, man. They really are. Is your jam right here. This is uh, some Coolio for Mike. Some fantastic voyage for you there. This is um let's take a ride. Don't you say shit, just get inside. It's time to take your ass on another kind of trip. This is what Mike would uh, be listening to at the bar. In New Jersey. Yeah, I used to go to the all black rap club. Yeah. And I used to, you know, do a little break dancing and popping, hip pop popping. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I used to do up my fro really, really high. I didn't really, I, I didn't know you like Julio though. Well, <laughs> you never asked. <laughs> my God. This is what Mike was uh, bumping. Wow, Mike. I told you Mike was black. I told you, right? Yeah. People Mike's black. People didn't, people doubt it. And then I'm like, no, he listens to Julio. He's pretty black. Uh, he's pretty black. He's pretty black. God, Wait, yeah. does it also count that I liked Louis Ar I still do, like Louis Armstrong and, and uh, Fats Domino? Black man confirmed. <laughs> so yes, our friend Coolio has died. I feel horrible. But that was a year ago, and I still feel horrible about it. You should feel horrible. I do. I mean, I kind of did like Coolio <laughs> myself. I didn't think that guy would be dying of, you know, fentanyl of all things, but... He was uh, living it up, doing it hard, Mike. Well, now he's with uh, he's with Big Fat D, whatever the dead guy's name is, and uh, Big Fat D. 
yeah, big the big fat guy who was executed uh, by another black gang member or something like that. What the hell was his name? Fat D or Fat Ass or Fat Bastard? Yeah, Fat Ass. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about Heavy D. Heavy D, isn't that him? Is that the guy who got shot? No, he didn't. I don't think he got shot though. I don't think well, uh, Heavy D guy? got shot. No. What, what about Tupac? Heavy Pope D Tupac died said. of uh, some sort of um, some sort of illness. Or, yeah, um, probably fatness. Some yeah, he was a cardiomyopathy <laughs> victim, most likely. Um, you're you're talking Party about notorious Big. That's him. Biggie another Smalls. fat guy. Yes, uh, another fat. Uh, yeah, another fat guy. <laughs> Why does that sound funny though? You know, it's like. What another fat guy? When you say yeah, when you say it so casually, you're like another fat guy. <laughs> it just seems remember. funny. You know I don't know why. Names. I'm terrible with names, but I knew it was a big fat guy. A big fat guy. He was shot, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, notorious, and so was Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can't picture you <laughs> listening to any of these um, sort of sort of rap artists. Listen, that's too the funny. The only type of of, <laughs> of music yeah. I truly enjoy, and I don't care what color you are, but for 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 just because we're talking about rap, right. I'm going to be specific. Which so rap? now, if I listen to a black performer, yeah, all right, I don't care whether he's just singing or uh, you know doing music. Like for example, uh, Snoop Dogg, when he does his music, there's music in involved sure it's not like a beatbox and a bunch of stolen samples from other songs where they're just doing these unbelievably bad ghetto poetry yeah which you know they're, you. they're rhyming with another word just for the sake just of for the just for word. yeah just to rhyme and because it sounds cool so they say it right right it's completely uneducational and 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 it's abstract uh, you know, it in just, other words it, 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 okay that's a better word it's a little it. too abstract. abstract yeah yeah and and, you know, not for nothing, but I grew up on the streets of Patterson, New Jersey. Oh, shit. That place, that's right. Now, for those of you who don't know Patterson, New Jersey, just think of Harlem in New York, um, only smaller in New Jersey. Uh, so I was around that sort of thing all my life. It's pretty ghetto there. Well, not all my life. Like, rap really didn't start until the 80s. But, Patterson's pretty um, ghetto. Oh, my God. It's a friggin' war zone now. But my point is this. I like any artist who is a musician, who actually uses music, mm. and I mean actual music, not a beatbox, uh, and, and as like I said, stolen yeah. samples. You know what I'm saying? I prefer you know, bass, guitar, trumpets, horns, yeah. uh, keyboards, drums, the whole nine yards, actual music. When these, when these people like, who's the idiot who calls himself a genius? Um, Which the one? There's a, there's a lot of guys. Uh, Puffy D. Puff Daddy. Yeah. Doesn't he call himself a genius? The one who was married to the to the Kardashian. Oh, that, that's Kanye. Yee. Conway. Conway, right. yes. Conway West. Conway the genius. He 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 he's got such an erection for himself. That he does. He talks about himself like he's so great. You know, like, oh, oh I'm a genius. I created so much. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, you, you ain't oh, shit no. in my book, okay? I'll never so, forget the time I heard him do a, try to do a cover of Queen's um, We Are the Champions. <laughs> Did like he that. really? Oh, my God. It was just a disgrace. I don't even want to hear it all, now. All I'm saying is <laughs> yeah. I appreciate people who are in the music business who actually write 
music. The, you're, you're, you're more into the artists that actually play their own instruments, basically. Sure. So someone like Prince. Absolutely. Which I is probably a, a great I example. Really I loved yeah. him. Yeah, Prince is also, um, you know. There's... Even though he dissed me on the street of New York City. Did he really? Yeah, I didn't tell you about that. Did he really diss you, Mike? Wow. Prince completely dissed yeah. me in a record store in New York yeah. City. Oh, wait, yeah, you did tell me that. That's right, that's right. You might as well tell the story again. Yeah. Well, I'll make it quick. Me and my buddy Jason Trioxin, rest in peace, we were walking through the streets of New York City one night, and we see Prince in this record store. And I and now, mind you, we're all dressed like in leather jackets. I got like makeup on, and fucking my nails are black, totally looking like punk rockers. So I said to to Jason, I'm like Jason, look, I got to go in and meet him. I really appreciate this guy. This is a guy who can get on stage, play a guitar solo, and then like do like this crazy dance for like 40 seconds or or a minute, and then get back on the microphone and keep singing. Like this guy is amazing. I said I got to go talk to him. So we go inside. And he's he's with his, I guess, a lawyer, hmm. maybe a publicist, and 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 I think a bodyguard. And the limousine is outside, and he's basically walking up and down through the aisles of the records. This is when records were still big in record stores, and he's looking for bootlegs, Prince bootlegs. So I didn't want to make a spectacle out of myself, so I just waited, and I'm like looking through the the records, and I'm waiting for him to come around. And I was gonna simply put my hand out. And say, hey, man, it's really nice to meet you. I really appreciate what you do. So by the time he comes around, he's walking towards me. So I step out. I put my hand out and I say, hey, Prince, it's really nice to meet you, man. I'm a big you know, supporter of what you do. And he just put his head down, looked the other way and said, yeah. And, and I stood there with my hand out and he walked right past me. So he hit you with one of those. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, wow, you're such a great artist. You know, I look up to you. You you know, I want to be very much like you. You're such a great guy. And then he puts his head down. He's like, (laughs) walk by you and hit you with that. Exactly. Wow. That that was my my moment meeting Prince in New York City. And then afterwards, you wanted to do that to him. Well, no, I I was laughing. In fact, I looked back at Jason. I said, bro. Prince just dissed me. <laughs> that is kind of cool, though. Oh, that was a classic moment. That's kind of cool, though. I guess so. It's not that bad. I mean, it could have been worse. I mean, he could have, you know, he could have said something to you, you know, in a worse, demeaning kind of way. He could have called you. Exactly. You know. Get away from me, honky. <laughs> yeah, he could have said all kinds of things. He could have been like, get away from me, you Exactly. You know, so luckily he me. didn't. <laughs> exactly. But that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, this guy dissed you. <laughs> oh, my. He dissed you. That's crazy. You know, you got to ask yourself. He died. I, if I remember correctly, he died having taken pills, I think it was, right? Yeah, he overdosed. Yeah, but it wasn't like overdosed he was taking bad. heroin. No, I, I think he was taking lots of... You know what, actually, what's so crazy, Mike, now I just remembered, that man also took Vicodin that was laced with fentanyl. Is that so? That's what happened. Because I was just going to say, 
did they ever determine if there was fentanyl in what he took as a that's, result of yeah that's exact, that's exactly what happened he had no idea ah, that he I, was see, taking that's why i'm bringing it up yeah he was taking counterfeit pills ah. that's what it was you see that's what these mf drug dealers are doing now they're mixing the fentanyl with heroin and lord knows what else they're they're putting it in and as a result you've got people dying and that, that is sad you know i don't I don't want to change subjects, but at some point I, I did want to bring up the uh, topic about this drug that's been killing people called Trank. Yeah. Trank, 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 Trank. I think it's called Trank. Um, and they're putting it in heroin, bags of heroin. So these heroin uh, junkies who are trying to get their fix are are now not only are they paying less for their one gram of dope that they get. But they're now like you used to, like, for example, when when you used to take heroin, you used to be able to get through about eight hours or, or eight to 12 hours in a day until you needed another fix with with the track stuff. Now you can only go about two hours before you have to get another fix. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Isn't that great? That's Thank good. you, drug dealers. Yeah, we like that. Thanks for uh, causing more trouble for uh, everyone else. Hmm. Just what we needed. More yep. junkies. What do you think I we mean, should do, though, uh, Mike? Do you think we should maybe, like, just give out all kinds of needles to people like they try to do now? Well, they're already we, doing that. They're, they're already trying. Philadelphia. They're, yeah, I mean, they're, they're <laughs> doing that now, but I meant, you know, maybe if we do it even more so, have even more, uh, have this more available, I, sh I should say, to even more people. Uh, you know, that only, in my opinion... Let them kill themselves is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I think that's kind of... I kind of thought that's what you were going for, but I'm going to say it. By by allowing junkies to have a safe place to shoot up, providing them with needles and or whatever else that they need to get their high, you're just encouraging it. Pretty much. You're encouraging it. We're like the only country that does it, aside from Amsterdam, but we are the only country that is... Um, enabling our, our junkies instead of yeah. getting them off the shit getting them into a program they're giving them needles and giving them safe places to shoot up you know is it really does it actually work though these sort of rehabilitation centers for drug addicts that's a very good question i i had gone to uh not a rehabilitation center like a like a like a, a big facility you know, those, yeah yeah i didn't go to one of them i did go to a I think they call them detoxed programs. Where I you see. Would go okay. every morning and get uh, a, little a shot of a, a little drink of methadone. Yeah, pretty hardcore. But believe it or not, I quit not by going to any of those programs. I quit by going to a doctor. You could by seeing a doctor, a professional. They um, did they give you anything to take? <clears throat> the first time I went when I was trying to get off it, I, I got what was called Suboxone. Yeah, Suboxone, which was, right. Which was relatively new on the market. Um, and I tried it for a while, but, you know, I wasn't ready to quit. Like, I've always said, like, a drug addict has to quit when he's ready to quit. And no oh, yeah. sooner. I believe that. And I wasn't ready. And I, I just got, got right back into it again. So, no, that didn't work for me. Right. Yeah, it really depends on the person. Indeed. Indeed. I, I got off it. Like my doctor put me on methadone pills 
And uh, eventually, after just under a year, I was weaning myself off of the pills, like breaking them in half and in half and in half and in half again until I was taking little tiny crumbs of, of the meth, methadone. And, uh, and then I was done. I, I was off of dope. What's crazy is that a lot of people are, you know, they, they take opioids all the time. What do you mean? Like sick people? Anyone in general. We have a huge problem with that. Yes and no. Um, I, I understand what you're saying because I've heard it a thousand times on, on, on the radio and on news programs and stuff. I think we have a problem because we continually keep getting new forms of opiate, synthetic opiates from China uh, who are the makers of fentanyl. <clears throat> What's and, crazy um, is that, you know, I, I worked with this guy many, many moons ago. I was, I was a number of years older than he was. He was just coming up a young cat. At the time, he might have been, I think this dude was like probably like 20 years old, 21 at the time. This was years back. And he was a giant pillhead. You know, he loved Vicodin. He loved Xan, you know, loves all the barbiturates out there. Uh, but, you know, he was a uh, kind of like a reflection of what a lot of the younger people uh, coming up are actually into. It wasn't like pot. It wasn't the alcohol. It was just straight up. Um, the barbiturates that was, you know, he's a giant pillhead. is what I'm saying. Right. Well, the barbiturates are, are, um, if I'm, if I remember correctly, those are like Valium, Diazepam. Yeah. He Xanax. was, yeah. He's into all that. <clears throat> yeah. That, that's how I kind of got started into it. Or and that's, in, uh, right? that's the gateway to, to a lot of uh, addiction out so there for said. America. Yes. So it leads said. you to all these sort of things. Um, I've seen it happen to people. Luckily I never got any of that. I mean, I've, for you. I've taken for you, Xanax and Valium, you know, I've, I've had my fun with these like Somas, you know, all these sort of pills that are kind of make you feel all kinds of different ways, but I never was quote unquote addicted. Yeah, no, I hear you, bro. I, I, uh, I applaud you for that. I'm That's not good. trying to get a pat on the back. I'm just saying like, you know, it's just something that I kind of already knew this is something that you don't want to be doing all the time. But, and and it's funny because yeah in in for me when I was you know popular with the band and, and in the scene of music that's a whole nother yeah drugs were around me yeah. all the time Michael that's all the, thing. the time yeah I I used I would DJ uh, you know I would be DJing you know in the booth the DJ booth and as the night was getting started like the regulars who would come to the to the club yeah like you know one guy would come up to me and goes hey bro he goes play that song for me tonight. And he'd hand, you know, he'd hand me like a joint, give you some acid or some nitrous. And then another guy, <laughs> another guy would come by and say, Hey bro, play that song for me tonight. And he'd give me like a bag of Coke, give you some, and then another guy. Yeah. And another guy would come by and he'd give me like some dope or yeah. ecstasy or whatever. It was just around all night. That sounds like New York. It was Jersey actually. <laughs> well, New York, Jersey nightlife. I mean, it's all the same. <clears throat> It's all the same, right? It's all the same. So Every yeah, club. I, I was experiencing it on a on a constant level. Now for me, now you know, I'm a I'm a post cancer patient. Yeah, eight times. Right. And I still have to take opiates. Yeah, you still have to because of my the problems that I have with my hips, my which shoulders, is understandable. My back. Yeah, like I, you many know, other not, Americans, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the thing I'm saying is I'm not um, I'm not abusing it. You're not dependent like on it. 22 years ago basically you're not snorting it is what you're saying 
Right. Okay. That's that's, that's a, a whole. That's what I'm saying. Other people, you know, that's what they're about. You know, I used to know people like that. They would snort. They'd crush the pills like Vicodin or <sighs> Percocets, yeah. whatever. And then they'd snort it. I'm like, well, what are you snorting it for? That's like a waste. <laughs> like, what's a waste? Why Some people, that? you know, they like it that way. Yeah, well, it hits them quicker, you know. Hits them faster, harder. But uh, putting anything up your nose, that's just uh, crazy. Sooner or later, you're sitting there, you're going to be like, oh, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm snorting things up my nose. Yep. Where has my life gone? Eventually, that's a question that will pop up in your head. Mm-hmm. Not that I know personally, because I don't be doing coke, but I know plenty of people that have <laughs> fallen down that road. Yep, yep. Like uh, my friend who, uh, you know, ended up hanging out with Andy Dick one night, you know, a gay friend of mine right. is out there doing coke with Andy Dick, Mike. <laughs> I told him, what the hell are you doing? Run. I don't want to be hanging out with that guy. Um, but yes, Mike, lots of things going on in the world today. Lots of horrible things going on in the world today and again you know mike i was just telling you trump is not going to jail plain and simple i don't want to see him in jail in case you were wondering i think uh, chris christie and ted cruz and i can mm-hmm. list more names who i think belong in jail but you get it now let me ask you a question why do you think ted cruz i'm just curious what your opinion is on him you don't want to know my opinion on ted cruz oh, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> you don't want me to begin i will be here all night all right, that's fair. That's fair I'm right. telling you, we would be here all night. There's so many things I don't, I despise about Ted about Cruz. About Ted Cruz, no yeah, and, uh, and I was unaware. I did not know. He that. just stinks, and also, you know, Ted Cruz is he someone. Just he just stinks, and <laughs> you know, he just sort of, uh, he, he was just so stagnant when Trump was burying him on the campaign trail. You know, he was making fun of his wife. He was clowning on the wife. He was making fun of her. Ted Cruz didn't say a goddamn thing back. And I thought, what a spineless coward, I thought. You do know that after the election, after Trump became president, that they were actually kind of buddy-buddy. That's the thing, though. I mean, that's another thing. It's like they're friends, but then they're talking shit about each other, but then they're friends again. That's why it's like it's hard to trust any of these people, especially when, you know, things like, you know, Donald Trump was a big contributor to the Clinton Foundation even went to their wedding. Yep. So, I mean, a lot of these people, they talk all this shit about each other, yet they're still throwing money around at each other. I mean, it hasn't happened, obviously, in a long time. But you do have to wonder if some of this is just more uh, pageantry than what it really is at times. Well, I'll tell you, and we've talked about this. It's like pro wrestling is what I'm saying. A lot of people are disappointed by the whole um, quarreling between DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, and former President Trump. They think that's a big mistake. And I it is a big mistake. Yeah, it is not um, not something uh, you would kind of want. You would want these two big personalities to get along. <laughs> you know, in a exactly. perfect world, you, you would kind of want these two powerhouses to combine forces. But instead, that's not what we're getting here. Right. And that that goes back to what I was saying before about these 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 damn Republicans needing to stick together because that's exactly what the left does through thick and thin. Right. They they kind of stick together in a certain certain way, but there's always some sort of uh, political fightings backstage um, all the time. 
And you get that yeah. with everybody, though. I mean, that's not really a big surprise, but yes, Ted Cruz, you know, there's so much I, I despise about him, you know, especially when things were going south over in his hometown and his home state of Texas out there. And, you know, th there was um, some, you know, there, there was a power outage, I believe, during that time. There was a, yeah, you remember that, right? When are we talking about? What time? This was a while back when he flew out to Cancun when there was like Trump. a storm. No, uh, Ted Cruz. Oh, 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 no, I'm unaware of this. He went to Mexico when Texans were sort of hurting. It's just not a good look for him. And he got a lot of shit oh, for Oh, I remember. I remember. Yes, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, he, he got, got all a lot kinds of flack of, for that. Back in 2021, I believe. I remember. But yeah, there, there's so many other things. I mean, I could get into detail about it, but I think most people, if they even care, they, they'll, they'll remember or, you know, they'll look back into it. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff I don't, I don't really like about these men. Um, but what can I say? Um, Chris Christie is a bigger piece of shit in my opinion, but that's just my opinion. Not Mike's. Oh, not Mike's. Yes. He, he's also someone who's terrible, but Going back to what we were saying, all these charades are going to play in favor of Trump and will you and he will use this for the campaign and his base will increase by the circus. This has all been Mike and this plan backfired dramatically, but I've been enjoying the ride <laughs> and I'm telling you, once that mugshot is made public, I'm going to turn that into a T-shirt for uh, the program. <laughs> it's better to try and capitalize on this like everyone else will be doing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I can I can see it already. I'm telling you, Mike, those Trump hats made insane Jeffrey Epstein type money. <laughs> it made it made sex trafficking money, Mike. Big money. Buying your own island money. I'd like my own island. I'm telling you. Gotta start selling that uh those Trump products. Actually I'm gonna start selling fentanyl and crack. You'll make even more money. <laughs> But I'm going to put Trump's face on it. No, you'll, you'll put Biden's face on it because you'll be like the corpse after you hit it. Yeah. You'll die. You'll overdose Even like him. Better. Yeah, you'll Even go to sleep <laughs> permanently. I support President Corpse. <laughs> President Corpse. Uh, oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. So overall, the unsealing of the charges has garnered attention and discussion, but the lack of new information or surprising developments in the case has left some analysts underwhelmed, Mike. So the charges, however, remain significant and could have far-reaching implications for Trump's legal and political future. Basically, it's a big nothing burger, but it'll still be a little bit of a roadblock, and that's kind of a little summary of what's been going on. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Hypothetical, okay? I want you to put yourself in the shoes, and, and just for argument's sake, Yeah. Um, what I'm trying to do here is ask you a question on, on what you... Um, what you think is a decent thing to do when somebody pays you what's called hush money. So put yourself in issues. Let's say, just for example, all right, a president or a political figure says to you, hey, Michael Deacon, I'm going to give you $150,000, and I want you to keep your mouth shut about the conversation that you and I had. If I give you this money and you sign this piece of paper that – that states you will keep your mouth shut. Will you do it? So, Michael, the question to you is, if someone paid you $150,000 to keep your mouth shut and you signed a document stating that you would keep your mouth shut, would you keep your mouth shut? Well, essentially, yes. 
I would have to do the right thing and, you know, keep my mouth shut as I agree to. So if the hush money's being offered in exchange for your silence, you know, maybe you might have to agree to go that way. So long as the thing that you're you're being quiet about isn't breaking the law it's not or hurting someone. illegal or unethical basically right that i wanted to specify or you could face legal consequences right okay so i'm just bringing this up to say stormy the pornographer or pornography uh star signed a document and took money from trump um that yeah. was used to basically tell hey listen you know even though we we never took it to a certain level this is I, a moral I, issue now right yeah knowing that i'm going to run for president i would like it if you could keep your mouth shut on the fact that we had some interaction in the past cuz let's face it it's not going to look good if i run for president just like when they got him talking to i think it was jed bush about grabbing pussy right so all i'm saying is that Who's wrong here? Is it is it Trump who's wrong? Who, who and and many politicians do it. Many politicians pay other people to keep their mouth shut. All he was trying to do is keep a a a pornographic star out of his way. Out of his way. And she, and she basically took the money and said, "Fuck you, I'm I'm talking about it." <laughs> Ultimately, the right thing to do, I guess, depends on the circumstance and you know the potential you, consequences that might come afterward those are things to consider you know things to prioritize ethical legal you know mm -hmm. that sort of deal right so i think that's, that's the best saying. way like, i could uh, sum it up i guess yeah because like if someone paid me that kind of money provided it wasn't something covering up like that was you know dangerous yeah or exactly bad for the people of that's America, what i mean yeah I, i'd keep my mouth shut I you're mean, gonna you make yeah, a deal if, with somebody if you agreed yeah brand. if it's especially if you agree to do it yeah that kind of money that that's that's life changing money right there it, it really is it really is you so know? that's what we're, we're gonna see uh that's what we're seeing going down right now this whole case crazy it really is again i, I mean i'm kind of shocked i didn't think you were gonna do it I, i'm shocked at the fact that well maybe i'm not shocked but just the fact that she did what she did, took the money, and then opened her fat trap anyway. Took the money and ran? Shoved something in that mouth to keep her quiet. I believe she has been doing some interviews. She's been making the rounds, I believe. Yes, yes, I heard as well. I haven't watched any, but... I don't think it's... The one I'm thinking about is not out just yet. <clears throat> That's the one with, I believe, it is Pierce Morgan that comes out, I think, tonight. Uh, yeah, I heard about that one coming out as well. But we do have one minute, a one minute clip here that we could play if you're interested in, on, in hearing it here. Okay. Let's just see what she's got to say. Out of realistically, probably one in a hundred messages was included some sort of a death threat. You know what I mean? And they would always be from like an account that somebody created just to do that. No followers, mm -hmm. hidden, you know, that kind of thing. Now it's different. It's the tone is different. I would say it's one in 10 now. And, one in 10 are death threats. Yeah, and they are way more specific and graphic and just, instead of just some babbling person like, you're gonna burn in hell, that kind of thing. They seem to be more serious, I guess, in a way. Like what? What kind and, of thing? And they're not hiding. It used to be if you were, they were gonna do something, they would do it from a mm. blocked number 
or from a fake Twitter account. These people are using their actual phone numbers and their actual emails and their actual Twitter accounts. So uh, the clip ends there. So I guess she's just getting uh, death threats now. But I mean, I guess she's always been getting death threats. Well, in my opinion, she's not only is she a slut whore, but she's also uh, someone you cannot trust or um, well, she uh, is a porn star. I mean, you, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. she's a slut and a whore. Period. That, that's right. not in, that is not an inaccurate description of Stormy Daniels. She gets paid to fuck, and that, in definition, is a whore. And now this is uh, her talking about the whole th- encounter with uh, Trump here. I have no idea what this is. Let's hear this. <clears throat> oh, wait. Uh, maybe it be best if I hit unmute and then hit play. <laughs> Do you believe it was all consensual then or not? Um, it wasn't non-consensual. And that brings us kind of back to where we are, you know, in the world now. Like, mm-hmm. does it have to be a clear yes? Like, are men getting punished for things that it, it, every time you make love to somebody or, or go on a date, do you have to have written consent? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people are like, oh, you need to take responsibility for going to this married guy's hotel room while I've explained the hotel room part. Mm. Um, And it wasn't to go to his room. We were supposed to go to dinner and then we didn't. Um, But I do take responsibility. She does have Uh, a weird voice, by the way. I froze. I didn't lead him on. I didn't flirt. It wasn't a transaction, which would be totally fine. But you're not saying he forced himself. No, he he didn't physically come at me. I mean, I could have taken him. We both know that. I'm just oh, like, oh, shit. Okay. But I did. <laughs> I could have taken them. But then you're in this whole gray area of like, what constitutes consent and non-consent? And I, that is honestly, to be completely truthful with you, I am still wrestling with buying for Me and my husband had a long conversation the other night about different scenarios and how the, a blanket thing doesn't Oh, apply. yeah, that's right. She's you know married. I mean? It's just, and I was so terrified back then of, um, not being taken serious or and then people are like well why did you go back and see him multiple times mm-hmm. because i didn't want it to have been for nothing i just made sure i was never alone with him again um so when it when it was over the sex part uh-huh. you left quite soon after that oh yeah within five minutes really four and a half four. of which probably when you're trying to do those <laughs> damn little gold buckles and when you left what were you feeling <clears throat> uh nauseous like just mad at myself i was in I was just like, what What did I misread? She was mad at you know herself. I mean? And as a woman, especially from the South and back then, like, there's this whole thing like, well, what is the word I'm looking for? That somehow it's our fault. You know, oh, you were asking for it. Was your skirt too? You know, that mentality. So I just oh, was literally like sat up. And was yeah, your goddamn playing porn every, like, what could ride. I have done or said that was misconstrued? And then when I realized absolutely nothing, I was kind of a bitch, honestly. Um, what did I miss from him? Nothing. And it ends there. So not really anything here. In well, my opinion. Sure, go ahead. That she's a, she's a she's a dirty tramp. She she used him. She's getting her fifteen minutes, and I guarantee you, as time goes by, no one will ever think of her again. No one gives a goddamn shit about her. This is a woman taking complete advantage of an opportunity that put that thrust her into the limelight and has now made her a big porno star, bigger than she was. <clears throat> so now she's probably getting clients to offer her, oh, I don't know, ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 just so they can fuck her. So in my opinion, this woman has no class. I think she's a POS, 
and I have absolutely no respect for her whatsoever because she couldn't even keep a goddamn word about you know taking one hundred and fifty thousand or X amount of money uh, in order to keep her mouth shut. So, would you trust this woman? I wouldn't. This is what else she said. Kind of closure with your time involving Donald Trump to see him um, jailed. Specific to my case, I don't think that his crimes against me are worthy of incarceration. I feel like the other things that he has done, if he is found guilty, absolutely. Because a bigger problem is that if these allegations against him or whatever else that we don't know yet, he is found guilty or the evidence suggests that he is or whatever, and he doesn't, that it's going to just basically, I mean, it opens the door for other people to to think they can get away with doing that. And, and it ends there. Whatever. Um, you can hear the rest of that if you're interested and um, <laughs> check out uh, Pierce Morgan, which I would not uh, really suggest you do, but Pierce Morgan, there you go, gave him uh, some credit there. I think you have to do that sort of thing nowadays, Mike. Is that so? Probably not. <laughs> but courtesy of one Pierce Morgan, I never liked that British man, by the way. Just kind of weird hearing him talk about American stuff when he's not even American. It's uh, kind of weird hearing that accent and trying to talk oh, they about. They love that. The Brits love talk that. about American they, yeah politics. It's like uh, give me a break. That's why they have magazines like the Sun. <laughs> like the Sun, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Sun, good one, Mike. I forgot how terrible that was. <laughs> the Sun, yeah. Who reads that shit? I used to in the, the 80s. <laughs> the sun. But I knew it was all shit. You know, I just read it because it was stupid. Sure. Sure, Mike. You love the sun. Well, you know what it is? I used to work at, uh, I don't know if you have them out in California, but a food store called Pathmark. Mm, no, we don't have that here. Okay. Well, we used to have them on the East Coast here, and um, I used to work there. So every once in a while on a, on a break... Somebody would have snatched some newspapers from the, from the you know the front areas, and they'd leave them in the back break room, and I would read them. And I, was, I would always grab the Sun over like some either that or the Inquirer, and read all the nonsense and crap that was in those <laughs> magazines. You know, Bat Boy found in forest, living right. on fruits and insects. Well, those are fun. Yeah, that's 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 why. Those were you know those are funny, but uh, you know Mike, those were also terrible. Some were just awful. Some were terribly awful. Yeah, but, you know, there was some gold like Bat Boy, of course. Or like Man Eats Foot in Refrigerator or some something like that. <laughs> There's all you kinds know, of stories. I went to go see, there was a, a play off-Broadway called Bat Boy, and I went to go see it back in the uh, early part of the 2000s. It was absolutely hilarious. Oh, hilarious. Wow. You sound like you were uh, having a Michael J. Fox moment. I almost threw up. Um, I'm fine. Oh, that's I belched. Good. You belched. <laughs> I better belched better out than in. Almost, yeah, almost puked when I. I told you I had that salmon earlier tonight. It's kind of sitting in my stomach like a rock. Oh shit. Okay. Well, salmon is always nice as long as it stays in there and doesn't really come out uh, like like food from uh, Taco Bell, right? Or Chinese yeah. food. That food you you eat it and then 30 minutes later you're in the bathroom. China food. China. 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 By the way, Mike, I forgot to tell you, I had the unfortunate incident of also um, having to make a, a bit of a long drive and um, I had the radio on. Right. So I'm driving my uncle's car, long story, but it was a two car operation and I had to 
drive one of his cars. And I'll just leave it at that. Now, as I'm driving, I just so happen to turn on the radio and I figured I'm going to regret this. And boy, did I. Let's see. I'm in there and I'm scanning the airwaves and I come across NPR. Yes, NPR, Mike. I National Public Radio. Right. I haven't heard NPR in years. So, you know, I leave it on and within 30 seconds, the host of whatever show it was started introducing a drag queen. Ah, uh, here we go. And I believe this drag queen was on that show with RuPaul. You know, that big... Oh, drag queen, yes, the big one. Yes, I know who RuPaul is. So, yeah, Ru, yeah so I guess they were on the show and they begin talking about what it means to them and what, you know, what what drag queens all what that what the whole thing's all about, what it represents to them. And it was your typical, I wanted to be on stage and perform, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I get it. I get that, to be 100% honest. I understand sure. what it's like to be on stage you, there's a certain rush you definitely get on stage whether you're in a band or competing against someone else in in a sport a combat sport yep i've been there yep. myself plays, mike's movies, been there yeah. plays movies acting there's definitely a rush of adrenaline no doubt you get anxiety you get you get it all and you only get that feeling when you're on stage when you're having all these random people staring at you and yep. it's a bit of a rush Especially if they're applauding for you and exactly. they like what you're doing, that's the the adrenaline overdose what, that you yeah. get so high on. Whereas if they're booing you, it's a little bit different. That's <laughs> so right. It's got to be a positive. It's got to be a positive situation that really entices you to be excited. Okay. Exactly. So you understand what that's like, and I get it. You get it. Except you know we've 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 all been there. Except I've never you know dressed up as a woman in front of a crowd. But you get my point. Mm -hmm. So then the host started getting into the whole drag queen story hour, you know, a nonprofit organization that uses drag to share. And I quote, to share love and acceptance, acceptance through inclusive storytelling. So basically anyone in a, you know, anyone that goes into a, uh, a library in a major public city or public library, rather, you could find these people there. Okay. And, uh, you know, Mike, let me just tell you this. I, I don't have an issue with cross-dressing. That doesn't bother me in the slightest. You can dress up in costumes. You can dress Same in here. a potato sack. You're free to dress in <laughs> any way you want. You know, the whole dressing as a woman, that, that's been going on forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't give a shit about that. Do you? I mean, I don't care what you're wearing. Mm -mm. As long as you're not exposing not yourself is what I'm saying. Not a bit. That is what I believe. As long as you're not exposing yourself, my only concern is when these things are aimed towards children. You know, I don't care if right. it's a, it, I don't care if it's in a sexual context or not. I just don't really want to see anyone, you know, having these sort of things and presenting them to children and trying to normalize them. That's that's the issue. Exactly. Yeah. The the key word what you just said there is normalizing it. Let's be frank here. Cross-dressing is not normal. It is a opportunity for a person to, particularly a male, to portray himself as a female in female's clothing and makeup. But it is not a normal thing that just happens every day. Yeah, it's That's not normal. We, 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 I'm, I'm sure you are as tired of it as I am, 
by these people on the left is 1% of, of transgender or transsexual, whatever you want to call them today. These people who are pushing down our throat this thing that we have to accept. We need to accept so much that drag queens must tell stories to little children in kindergarten. No, I'm sorry. That's not the case. Yeah. I think, I think, right. I don't have any problems with drag queens. In fact, I've had a lot of fun with drag queens in the past, but I sincerely believe that it should stay out of school. It has no place in school. This is an adult thing. Right. And, it's an adult thing, and that's where it should stay, in my opinion. Exactly. It's a, they, they say it's not a sexual thing, and I get it. There's no, there's nothing sexual really going on. Depends on who you're, who you're, who you're talking about. True, but what I mean by that is, you know, they could be dressed in a certain way, and it, it could be non-sexual. But what we see today, though, that's very kind of um, sexually su suggestive. I would say exactly, that's and that's right. that's really the issue. And you know, you have these people dressed that way in public libraries, and they're they're talking to kids basically. In these sort of weird setups, and I just don't think that's really appropriate for children. It, and that's it, my my only concern. You know, I don't really see why anyone would feel appropriate to traumatize a growing child like that. That's right. I mean, who hasn't put on a scary mask and scared your younger siblings? And that's basically how I equate the two. But you didn't have to tuck <laughs> your penis between your legs in order to do it. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's how I equate the two. It's like, why are you trying to scare the children like that? You know what I'm saying? Here, it's Mike? wrong, Mike. That's all. When, when, when I was back in the day, when I was in the music scene and I would go into a bathroom and share the same bathroom uh, and stand in a stall next to a guy dressed in a wig and, and makeup and a dress who's hiking up his dress to pull out his wiener and take a leak. Oh, right. That never yeah. bothered me. <laughs> But but what I'm yeah. I'm trying to say is a lot of the ones that I did know, and I didn't know a lot of them on a personal level, but I did know who they were. And the short conversations that I had, I will tell you this, the larger portion of them, in fact, probably 95%, if not more, were gay. So they would dress up in women's clothing, but they were still gay at heart. There were very few men that gay I knew heart. who were, who were, who were heterosexual dressing as women and not looking to meet other guys um as a matter of fact for the last when i lived in new jersey for the last you know the 16 years that i lived in jersey before moving to PA, oh by the way by the way we should i would yeah i was just gonna say we should differentiate uh drag queens from just those that are just cross-dressers that's you know what it's i'm glad you brought that up because i neglected to do so my whole yeah. point was simply to say this okay. a lot of the ones that i knew were about 90% of them were gay, but there was a percentage of them that weren't. Yeah, so there's some that are straight bring... that just are into wearing, you know, women's clothing and women's lingerie. Right. There's some guys that are into that. I mean, I don't know why, but there's men that uh, prefer those sort of softer sort of uh, underwear and garments, you know. To each his own. Exactly. But I think you and I will both agree that there's no place for drag queen look to have in front of a child yeah i mean what the hell exactly <laughs> yes. do you know anybody who was traumatized by clowns when they were kids exactly yes it's a very same situation you've got some That's of these right. look at divine when divine used to dress the way he did i mean they accentuate everything so they got these huge eyes like liberace huge eyelashes and eyebrows and they you know their makeup just extravagant their hair is 
in not in all cases, but in a lot of cases. Sure. That's the point of drag. Yeah. Is to be, dress like a larger than life. Sure. Right. Yeah. Like like a geisha girl. You're, you're you're presenting yourself as a work of art. I can appreciate it, but it's got no place for in for school. kids. Yes, for small children growing children, again. Right. Not even school children. Period. Yeah, no need Period. to fill kids' heads up with uh, adult issues. Let kids be kids. Let the internet ruin Let them. them. Be kids. Let the Let internet them play with ruin their Legos them. and their trains and their Hot Wheels. Right, and of course you just let the internet ruin them like everyone else. And... Absolutely, I can't tell you how many times <laughs> I go someplace and I see like a you know I, I might go to an event where there's a table of kids sitting there. Every fucking one of them's got their head down, looking at a fucking either an iPad or a tablet or an iphone yeah they're all connected to the internet and if, if i had kids you know i'm not sure if i would let them on the internet not until they're like 18 to, to be neither, honest brother yeah, like, i wouldn't let them on until they were 21 yeah don't <laughs> let them on you know it, it's dangerous being a child these days you know you got oh cat you got the catholic priests out there you got jewish oh. rabbis out there now you got the government out there and teachers trying to do a number on your kids when you're not around. So, you know, let that sink in for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen out there that have children. You know, everyone's out there if trying I may interrupt to deal your if child. I may interrupt you. Go ahead. I saw I saw a TikTok uh, clip. <laughs> TikTok. In which this woman who taught grammar school, uh, every day they get up, the kids get up, and they, they do the, I pledge allegiance to the, uh, to the flag, the United States of America. They do the, the, the Pledge of Allegiance. But in this particular woman's classroom, there was no flag, no American flag. So one of her young students, I, I don't know what grade she taught, but it was definitely below eighth grade. Uh -huh. One of the kids comes up to her and says, you know, hey, Miss So-and-so, I know, you know, we do the Pledge of Allegiance every day, but there's no flag. What flag do I look at? So while this woman is t telling the audience, uh, the TikTok audience, what this kid was saying, she's got this big smirk on her face and she says, oh, but we do have a flag. And she points up on the wall and it's a gay pride Ooh. flag. And she's got this big grin on her face, actually happy that she's teaching children that homosexuality is a normal thing. Very normal. And, and it's not being normal is gay and being gay is normal. Anybody that tells you Quote the government, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. Anyone who tells me that a man can have a baby, a man can get pregnant. A man can get pregnant these days. That's what is I heard. A fucking idiot. <laughs> okay. Don't tell me that a man can have a baby because that is absolutely physically impossible don't ever fucking tell me oh look at the science now no fucking science tells me that a man can have a baby period period end of story that is a wild thing in today's culture the debate of whether a man can get pregnant whether a it, man it, it, can have a period it, what world do I we get, live in i get floored when i hear these people stand up and say but yes we can we can have our period men can have their period are you are you fucking retarded they must be some i saw another one another whacked out freak on tiktok claiming like bitching saying oh did you ever go into a men's room and there's no tampon dispenser well no because men don't bleed from their vaginas because they don't have vaginas 
That's news to me. if you're bleeding from your penis, you better see a fucking doctor. You better see a urologist. Exactly. <laughs> it's not good. That's I'm not sorry. Good. I'm not anti-homosexual. I am not homophobic. But don't tell me that a man can have a baby. Okay? It's just physically impossible. Yeah, if uh, you believe that, um, you should not be listening to this program. No. You're not allowed sure. to listen to this program if that's what you believe. That's right. Get off. Uh, yeah. Don't, you're not welcome here. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> Look, man. Michael and I, Michael and I see things logically. We're two smart guys. I'm not bragging here, but I know Michael's smart. I hope to think that I am, and I hope he would think that I am. And I think we see things not only as guys, because guys see things logically and reasonably, but rationally too. We're not being fooled by this emotional nonsense that the left is putting out. It's a lot of nonsense being pushed out there. No doubt. Too much nonsense for that matter. And Mike, you know, we're coming to a close here pretty soon. Oh, I got a story for you. I got a story for oh, you. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I have one more final bit here. Go ahead. I'll, I'll make mine quick then. As of recently, for those of you who don't know, we have discovered a 10th planet uh, past Pluto. It's larger than Pluto. It was discovered by the Hubble. Actually, Michael, I told you before it was a J. Webb. I stand corrected. I, it was the Hubble. I have it written down. And it was discovered by a guy named Michael Brown, who named it 2003-UB313. Um, uh, this planet is past the Kyber Belt. It takes 11,500 years to orbit the sun, and eventually the, J, uh, the James Webb Telescope will eventually focus on it um, and give us more information about it. But yes, big news, 10th planet in the solar system of uh, our place where we live. <laughs> yes, I there like that. I had to tell you that. Very nice, yes. I'm always excited to hear about these sort of things. It's always rather interesting to hear about it i'm always uh into hearing about space news and uh seeing what's going on with uh, any kind of new uh, signals new radio signals being transmitted uh from out there in the beyond indeed yeah i'm a big fan of of space stuff as well i got a lot of space between my ears so a lot of space really... between the ears yes i like that i like that and um <laughs> By the way, Mike, you know, as we uh, close the show down here, there's a, a bunch of other things I wanted to get through, but unfortunately we have run out of time. And as I like to say, time is never on our side. But what I did want to report to you, Mike, was uh, the other night I had a chance to watch an old movie called Werewolf Woman from 1976. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had uh, zero idea what it was about. I was browsing classic horror movies, and I knew immediately that this was the movie I had to watch, Werewolf Woman. And I didn't know it would turn into a, like a softcore porn-type movie, Mike. <laughs> and that's basically what it was. It was almost like a softcore porno. And despite that, I thought it was actually weird and creepy. And everything you'd want out of a horror movie, this delivered. It was great. This is probably a lesser-known movie, I'm, I'm sure. It was, um, you know, I'm sure it was a bit of a surprise to for me, you know, coming across this as, you know, I've seen a lot of horror movies, especially old ones, and it, I, I was like, ah, Werewolf Woman? What is this? So, you know, I'm a bit surprised, but I completely recommend this one to everyone out there. It had 
boobs, butt, bush, all three elements that typically nice. define horror. Yeah, it had boobs, butt, bush. That's basically what horror movies are all about, though. If you don't have those three elements, it's not a horror film. Exactly. Gotta have boobs, gotta have butt, and some pubes. And boobies. Yeah, you gotta have all that. So, again, I didn't come up with this genre, folks, but that's what it is. That's what horror movies are all about. So don't let that bother you, though. You know, I, I take that over guy-on-guy guy action. Maybe the younger audience would rather see guy-on-guy guy action than, you know, seeing... Wolf-guy-on-wolf-guy wolf action. Correct, and there was, like, a bit of a, a weird lesbian uh, in, in the scene as well, trying to get some of that bush in oh, Werewolf right. Woman. And yeah, Mike, by the way, this is actually, it's called La Lupa Manara. That's a, oh, it, okay. It's a Spanish film? Italian. Italian. Okay. Yes. So basically it says La, when. So would you say La yes, Lupa sir. what? La, it says La Lupa Manara. So that means uh, the wolf. Um, the fuck does that mean? Manara. Manara, that's remember. like woman? Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that makes. I think that's yeah, what the, that is. The yeah. wolf woman. <laughs> the wolf woman. Yeah. So it's from. Uh, it's a 1976 Italian horror film, um, and says the plot when Daniela Nassari was a child, she was raped. The trauma from this has stunted her emotional growth and sexuality so much that she cannot have normal romantic relationships with men. So basically, in the beginning, you see a shot of her turning into like a, a a werewolf and then attacking some guy and that's basically the basis of the movie and then like you get fast forward to modern times and she's she's out like biting guys in the forest while you know humping them <laughs> so yeah that's basically the the basis of this movie that's the plot giving them a furry bj <laughs> exactly werewolf woman definitely look that one up folks and uh yeah mike i'll try to send you a link so you could watch Werewolf oh, woman. Talking. So surprised it's never really got big in America. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you appreciate it though. Boobs, butt, oh. bush. Bush. Had everything. Uh, well, it's pretty graphic. She had bush. Mike. I guess uh, she didn't have to grow much hair in that area That's when she right. turned into a wolf. That's true. <laughs> like Teen Wolf down there. Oh, Michael J. Fox. Me. Had to do a callback there, as they say in comedy. Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Teen Wolf. So, Mike, once again, it's always an honor and pleasure to have you on the program. Definitely uh, plug away before we uh, get out of here. Will do. Sadly. All right. So, thanks, Michael. As always, wonderful to be on the show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, support the show, Michael Deacon, the Michael Deacon program. Um, if you're interested in my book, King of an Empire to the Shoes of a Misfit, uh, you can still get your copy at uh, MikeHideous.com. And uh, not to bring the show down, I just want to say one thing. Today was the one-year anniversary of the day my pop died. Oh, that's right, yes. Much respect just, to your old man. I'm so sorry to hear you, the Mike. news, Mike. Thank you. As Mike. always. I just wanted, to, just wanted to say, Pop, I love you, and I think about you every day. And that's it. Well, that was very uh, nice and sincere of you, Mike. Thank you, brother. Yes, I'm sure he would have appreciated that. And uh, maybe he is listening um, at you. Um, uh, maybe he's uh, staring down at you, Mike. I hope so. Spying on you like the government. <laughs> spying That's on one you spy like I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. He's spying on you like Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's too far. 
That might be yeah, that's a little too far. <laughs> that's crossing the line. Oh, Mike. Well, once again, always a blast to have you on here, Mike. And uh, we'll do it again on the other side, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. You have a good night. Thanks, everyone. Good night now. Mahalo. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was my co-host, Mr. Mike Hideous. And uh, once again, that was a fun program. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. And uh, yes, we're still not live yet. We will return back to YouTube eventually. I would say give it another week. Maybe we'll show up there. And yes, I've been testing the waters over on Rumble. And I think I worked out all the kinks. So perhaps we'll maybe do an experimental show out there. Regardless, boys and girls, keep those fingers crossed, say your prayers if that helps you. Once again, thank you for pressing play. We will do it again on the other side. Be safe out there, boys and girls, wherever you are on this island earth. Signing off from the wasteland of Hell Central. It's been an honor and pleasure. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night.